Behind the men and women who serve our country are fearless leaders who live in the shadows. They stay up late nights praying, worrying, and waiting for phone calls, filling out mountains of paperwork, and keeping research folders on experimental services. But more importantly, they patiently love our heroes back together again. Welcome to your community. No matter what stage you're at, we're here to provide expert resources, faithful support, and real-life insight into how you can move from managing to living your best life. Your hosts, Libby Bates and Erin McCauley, found one another in opposite sides of the country in different stages, but with a common struggle. Together, with outside guests and experts, we'll open the resources and support you need. Let's get to the episode. All right, listeners, welcome back. Thanks for hanging out with us through all these tough topics that we've had on this season. Today, we're going to lighten the mood a little bit and talk about coffee, because who doesn't love coffee? We're joined by 22 Sierra Coffee founder, Patrick Little. 22 Sierra Coffee Company was founded by two veterans with a passion for helping fellow veterans and first responders. Their goal is to raise awareness in the mental health issues veterans and first responders are more prone to suffer from and help raise money for the charities and organizations that get these veterans and first responders the help that they need. Together, they can help prevent veteran and first responder suicide through a mutual love of coffee. At 22 Sierra Coffee Company, they share the belief that 22 is way too many. Welcome to Behind the Service, Patrick. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Humbled to be here. So you're probably wondering what coffee has to do with the show on caregivers of service members. I don't know about you guys, but I definitely need coffee in the morning. I don't really get moving or grooving until I have at least a couple cups in me. And it's well documented that our military consumed coffee as part of their rations as far back as the Civil War. And a little known fact, MREs still have coffee in them. I'm not sure if they're good or not, but... They do have coffee in them nonetheless. So here's some really fun statistics about coffee. It's filled with antioxidants, which is amazing. It was discovered by a goat herder, which is funny. It has been believed that coffee was discovered by a goat herder who noticed that goats became extremely energetic after eating specific berries. Huh. It can help prevent diabetes, which, you know what, I can see that. Definitely not if you put a lot of sugar in it, though. Uh, National Coffee Day is observed on September 29th, but we should really celebrate it all year long. And it helps protect your liver as if reduced risk for liver disease wasn't good enough news. Researchers in Italy have concluded that some coffee drinkers are at reduced risk of liver cancer. This is sad. There is a lethal dose of coffee, believe it or not. You can't drink coffee all the time. Two or four cups of coffee will not hurt your health, but if you consume about 80 to 100 cups, that might be lethal. So I don't know if that's in a 24-hour period or not, but apparently coffee can be lethal. That is some hardcore coffee drinking right there. If somebody's going to be drinking 80 to 100 cups of coffee a day, dude, geez, they're going to be bouncing off the walls. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, though, if they've been drinking it for consistently so long, it seems like it dulls you after a while, unless you drink my husband's coffee, which is like motor oil. 
like super thick. I love that all those statistics, those are really good facts about coffee that I, I don't know that I really knew much of those. I, I knew that if you drank a bunch, it was not probably good for you, but whoo, anyway. Yeah, we did, did you know, one, one Tuesday on our Instagram, I can't remember the president now, I'd have to go look, but during the Civil War, one of uh, a future president actually had the job of running coffee to the front line. That's how important it was. Absolutely. But it's important. Hey folks, Libby here at Behind the Service. I wanted to give a big shout out to our sponsor, BetterHelp, for sponsoring our podcast. As a veteran caregiver-related podcast, we cover a lot of sensitive topics and difficult issues that our families experience while caring for a veteran. One of the biggest challenges caregivers often face is the isolation and loss of self once becoming a caregiver. Maneuvering through all of the chaos in today's society can be quite debilitating, so reaching out to someone who is qualified to help can be a starting point in moving forward. And that's why I'm proud to announce our connection with BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com. BetterHelp.com is one of the leaders in online counseling and will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. So this is a great opportunity to talk to somebody and you don't even have to leave your own couch to sit on someone else's. If you go to BetterHelp.com forward slash behind the service, you can be connected to a therapist in under 48 hours. If you're not comfortable talking over the phone, you could start by texting. They have video chat options, real-time phone options, and you meet weekly at the discretion of your counselor. Now, this is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is a professional therapy done securely online. It is someone who is trained in handling veteran-related issues and can help you tackle that mountain of struggles together rather than alone. If you go to betterhelp.com, forward slash behind the service, you will automatically be put in for a discount code of 10% off your first month of therapy. If you do not see the 10% off automatically, just put in the discount code behind the service as that also gives you your 10% off. And if you are experiencing financial hardships, let them know there is financial aid available in the form of an extra discount. Again, that is better help H-E-L-P dot com forward slash behind the service. They are great at what they do. And what they do is help veteran families to be well. Patrick, do you want to share your military story with all of our listeners? We like to start off uh, the podcast kind of sharing some of your background with the military. Sure. So I joined the Air Force back in 2011 and separated in 2017. I did one deployment to Bagram. Afghanistan. I was a cyber transport supervisor when I got out. That's just a fancy term for network engineering. Cyber transport had some other career fields in it, but I, I essentially did the base comm for Barksdale Air Force Base where I was stationed and then over at Bagram while I was there. But yeah, I, I did one enlistment and got out. As in, I just had some events happen on the deployment that kind of put life in perspective as a, as a married person and um, just felt I did my service and, and uh it was time. Thank you for your service from the ladies here at Behind the Service. We truly appreciate that. Yeah, I'm happy to have served and definitely appreciate any support that 
that we get from other people. So transitions can be difficult from the military, although I don't know. I'm interested to hear if it was a little bit easier for you, if you think since you stayed only four years versus maybe if you would have stayed 10. But still, we know even coming out at four years, there can be um, some pretty difficult transitions. What was that like for you? So I think I was one of the the fortunate ones. So when I joined, I just was not disciplined enough to do college like I thought I needed to do to have a career. The military gave me that discipline. And while I was in, I used tuition assistance to complete my undergrad and also get, you know, professional certification in networking. So CCNA. And then I was in a career field that is sought after by companies, both private contractors or, or government contractors or, or the private corporate world. And so I, w- I was fortunate that I actually had a, a good career lined up upon separation. That part of the transition was not as difficult, I know, as others have in more niche career fields from the military. And then, yeah, I think I just had a different goal and, and what I sought from the military. The intent was originally a career, but I, I set myself up to get out if I changed my mind and prepare for that transition. Yeah, I, I got lucky, I guess. I was one of the, the few that I know had a job lined up other than a contract position. I think that's really great and fortunate that you didn't have issues with your transition and you had a job when you came back. I think that's awesome. So how did you come to be involved with 22 Sierra Coffee? And then how did you pick the name? Shortly after I got out, one of one of our friends that we served with in, in the Air Force at Barksdale Air Force Base, we actually found out had died by suicide. And then we had known of, of another former co-worker as well from Barksdale after he had PCS, ended up dying by suicide. So it was near and dear. Like The military has plenty of awareness uh, to suicide, which is why we focus on the prevention piece and with those we, we try to work with. But that was the motive behind it is we wanted to have, which still is a side business, but we wanted it to have a purpose and, and to continue to serve in a way that was meaningful. So use that purpose as a differentiator to the hundreds of other veteran-owned coffees out there. Not from a business standpoint to try to use it to profit off of, but there's plenty of coffee to pick from. So we wanted to have that one that truly has a, a cause. We're trying to end something that we've personally been impacted by. And so the name is a play off of that. So 22 obviously is the most commonly associated number for the average veterans that die by suicide each day. That number, I think I read somewhere was as high as 30 in 2020 because of, of COVID. And then Sierra, we use that mainly it's alphanumeric for S and then we have S meaning suicide, but it also sounds like an MOS, even though there's not a 22 Sierra MOS. So we just went with it for that kind of military-themed name, but also uh, for those who are aware of the 22 epidemic, it, it's an accountability piece to make sure that we we stay true to, to why we started. I love that. I know that a lot of veterans coming back struggle with depression and PTSD and suicidal ideations and all of those things. I think it's wonderful that other veterans are coming along and saying, hey, look, here's a hand. I'm going to help you get out of that that place that you're in right now. So I appreciate that you guys are focusing on that mission. And you had talked about the mission of 22 Sierra. Could you share um, about the support of Fight the War Within and 22 Too Many. 
Sure. And I'll actually add a Reverent Warriors to that list as well. Those are our three co-branded partners. So 22 Too Many was the first one that we partnered up with prior to, to launching. For credibility, we knew we needed a partner like that at launch. So we reached out to Carrie, who's one of the founders of that, and asked if we could use their, their trademarked name and, and logo on a bag. 22 Too Many is one of the most used hashtags when referring to uh, this epidemic on Instagram. And they have a, a big Facebook following that we thought would help us. From a, a mutually beneficial perspective, we sought them out as a way to to just establish that credibility out the door and then also provide that first avenue of giving back. We give a dollar per bag extra. So on our website, any coffee that's sold on there, whether that's the new K-Cups or the bags of coffee, we give at least $1 per bag. And the reason why we say at least is we give more than that each month. And then, so they get an extra dollar added to the pool for the bags that, that, that are sold as 22 too many. And then Fight the War Within, same thing. We actually... We're fortunate enough to, to find them when we did. They were looking for a coffee partner and, and we were looking for another co-brand uh, partner to, to try to just build this network. That's what we started out trying to do is just build a, a network of different organizations from different places in the country that we could either link up, refer veterans to or, or whatnot. And Fight the War Within was the one that we found that was helping veterans and first responders. So that was our step towards helping the first responders as well. Miranda, the lady that started that, her husband is Garrett that we honor on Garrett's Blend. And he passed away uh, a couple weeks after their daughter was born to, to his internal fight. And she was a firefighter or a first responder at that time. So she knows that struggle from the first responder side of things as well. But they were huge in our initial growth by linking us up to some events that that just really put us on the radar of a lot of other organizations and, and people. Again, we tried to establish those partnerships for that credibility. You know, we won't I won't get into to talking about why there's a, a lack of trust there from some people in, in better known companies, but we knew we needed that credibility. And then they really helped us out by connecting us with Nine Line who made some shirts for us, shared a few of our posts uh, and things like that. And, and Nine Line really, that kind of uh, byproduct of the Fight the War Within uh, relationship really helped us early on as well. And then this fall or this past fall, we, we linked up with the Reverent Warriors. They're a huge organization. They have over 70 hikes this year. Over 70,000 veterans have attended a hike and they're just doing something different. I don't know if, if anybody's been to a hike or is familiar with them, but it, it's just different establishing that that camaraderie again with a good peer network. We've just seen the impact of that. The peer network is so much easier for, for veterans struggling to to reach out to than these these professional organizations, unfortunately. They just feel like they can relate to that person they've been on a hike with more than they can a voice on the other end of a phone. And I'm not saying the, the latter is ineffective. It's just the Reverent Warriors is such a good gateway for those struggling to get connected with peers who can then lead them to that further treatment if they need it. And uh, yeah, so we co-branded with them. We're a national sponsor uh, for them this year as well. We'll be at a few hikes serving the co-branded coffee, uh, Dark Humor. And then just, yeah, huge believer in that. That linked us up with Bet TV uh, a little bit. And more, again, just more 
credibility in our mission and then that's helping us gain market share from other veteran-owned coffee companies that, that typically stick to one or two brands. So it's getting good optics on what we're doing and, and whatnot. So yeah, that, that's how we give back the national sponsorship with the Reverend Warriors plus uh, $2 a bag of dark humor. And then we also opened it up for them to sell on their website where they get 100% of the profits from it on their website. And then Fight the War Within, $2 a bag goes to them. And then 22 too many is just $1. That may change when we renew that partnership. That was just an early on agreement. But then overall, that pool from all of our coffee sold is $1. And we try to spread that out as best as we can to even other organizations, Arrow Warrior Group out of Florida, Second Chance Outdoors here in Missouri, Three Iron Rations in Pennsylvania, any, anything that's an activity-based organization helping veterans with, with an activity, we, we try to help out as much as we can. I love several things that you said. Number one, I can tell by the way that you worded it that you're extremely passionate about being a veteran business that makes a difference, not one that's just a veteran business. There's a difference. And so I thank you for bringing that up because it's a problem. And then number two, like you said, whenever you first started talking about how you were, had experienced loss of suicide personally. And I think it's probably one of the saddest things to tell, to, to witness that whenever you hear one of someone's friend had died in combat or died by their own hand and the pain that you see in the person's eyes that you're telling, it's just not good. It's so hurtful and it's, it's just so much, it brings up so much. So how do you think we should move forward as a community of people? And we're sad watching our veterans in their lives. You spoke on some of these, but do you want to talk about it on a more granular level? Yeah, I, I think the important thing is to just consciously try to contribute to ending the stigma. So many news agencies, so many people still commit suicide and that criminalizes the act of dying by suicide because commit is a word that's associated with crime. So, you know, something like that is is a huge help. Just so many people will tell a veteran, hey, I'm here for you. Hey, I'm here for you. And then when they reach out or try to dip their toes in, in, in a conversation where to express themselves, a person not able to relate may may not answer in a way that that enables the veteran to feel they can talk about it with them. And that may be the one time they try to reach out. So just listen. If a veteran starts talking about anything from their service, just listen. Don't try to relate. I'm aware of how to communicate in those situations and just listen. <laughs> that would be the, the big one uh, as far as that goes. But then just know signs of, of what that, that risk factor looks like when a veteran or first responder or anybody may start having those ideations. Fight the War Within can, can get anybody through training on the Intervene Challenge program. And that's an intervention method for, like I said, it can be used for any crisis situation, not just for veterans or first responders. Those are the big three in my mind is just don't criminalize the act and then be there if you say you're going to be there by listening and, and then know how to communicate in those situations through whether it's intervene challenge or just any other YouTube video, whatever for, for that crisis intervention and then know a good resource. So if somebody does reach out to you, you're not a therapist. You're not somebody who's, who's trained to 
to heal, you may be able to intervene, but I'm a huge fan and I can speak personally about Stop Soldier Suicide and their case management. 22 Until None is also awesome with their case management. Just have those numbers and connect that veteran liaise that conversation if you need to. Yeah, I don't know if that answered the question exactly, but but those are the, the three to four big things we see when we talk to veterans that have survived an attempt, like what they wish would have been different. And then the guilt they feel and the shame they feel because people say they tried to commit suicide, which criminalizes what they just did or survived. Yeah, that's some really great advice for caregivers and our community. So can we talk about your website? Absolutely. So early on, on our website, before we ever launched, we actually put a humor disclaimer on there. We're not sensitive people or necessarily maybe politically correct all of the time. So we actually made the joke, if you don't find it funny or offended by it, we actually hyperlinked Starbucks's website on our page. We are not the funny guys, though. Like, we enjoy the humor. We try to come up with some witty stuff on our memes. But our content itself, like, we don't try to be the funny. We enjoy it. And we like being interactive with it. So that's why our, our relationship with the Reverend Warriors and Vet TV is so awesome, is we can bring that into our content. So... Irreverent, I think by definition, is like the inability to take a serious situation seriously or something like that. And then veterans cope. And and I'm fortunate enough that I never had to experience any direct combat. I was in Afghanistan when the six OSI agents were killed. And I was actually at the OSI building shortly after that doing some work. And that's something I noticed then is like in even in that tragedy, they were finding something to joke about. And it wasn't to to lessen the situation or the gravity of just losing six of their brothers, brothers and sisters. It was just how veterans cope in in those environments and and not just veterans, first responders as well. And we've seen that and we've healed through that. Vet TV, Donnie actually on a, a healthcare professional and they talked through how the brain reacts to humor in a whole series and how it's scientifically proven that that humor can create dopamine in that moment. And really take somebody out of a mindset that they don't want to be in at a time where that may lead to something. So the camaraderie and the humor, we're all about it. Like I said, we try to involve ourselves with it through our partners more so than create it ourselves. There's already enough organizations creating it. And again, if you haven't been to an irreverent warriors hike, the point of the silkies we learned is to be funny. The point of the silkies is to make people feel vulnerable. And when they feel vulnerable, they relate, they resort to that humor. The only thing that they can do to get more comfortable is to joke about it. Yeah. Yeah. Humor heals. It's both science. Thankfully, we, we were able to learn about that from a science perspective from Vet TV. And then we've been able to experience it both while serving and then afterwards through just events in general, but specifically the irreverent warriors hikes. I will say just from personal experience, there's not been a another single event that I've grown a personal network more from. I have so many Facebook friends. I'm in several of the the various hike groups now. Our Instagram followers are down essentially to just irreverent warriors, people that we've known through that organization, as well as other nonprofits, just because the network that they build, I think that is what you know, I, their mission is to, to bring veterans together using humor and camaraderie to improve mental health, prevent veteran suicide. But the byproduct of that is they have built such a large 
support network of like-minded, judgment-free veterans. And they limit it to veterans for that reason. Is they know anybody that, that comes to their hike is going to leave there with that social connection or connections that are relatable, judgment-free, and, and can really help somebody. It's not perfect. No, no solution is perfect. We follow less than 200 people on Instagram, mainly because the feed gets messy, if not. But it, within that small circle, we've seen twice now where we've lost a veteran in the past like six months or so. And so it still happens, but to see how they're for each other, they are, is just amazing. Like it's truly a great network. I guess I keep saying network, that is what they build. And then that network can help lead veterans to other help if, if they need it, because we trust each other. If they need to reach out to a fight the war within or a stop soldier suicide or something after that, it's going to be on the, the guidance of somebody they trust. So it's a great gateway organization, in my opinion. I'm so glad that you were able to partner with them. I think that's wonderful. So let's talk about coffee. Okay. Coffee. So what are you currently brewing? And then talk about the coffee products that you have, because I, I'm a coffee girl. I love coffee. I've drank coffee since probably I was 15 years old. I would say when I was able to sneak it when my dad wasn't looking, cause he tried to keep me away from caffeine whatever. And so I'm very, I'm very particular on the coffees that I drink. And so talk to me a little bit about the coffees um, that you sell. Sure. So we partnered with a, a third party roaster here in the Springfield, Missouri area. And, and their roasting method is, is just different. I won't spill secrets or whatever that I'm not fully aware of because we don't even know. I, I will say though, that roast, the roaster that they have is very rare. They have one in a backup site somewhere just in case something happened to that one. But it just, it creates a different taste with our coffee. We also use 100% Arabica beans, whereas other companies that go after that caffeine punch as their marketing will use a Robusta bean, which just traditionally is known to be a more bitter tasting bean. So the Arabica beans allow our coffee to, to be smooth regardless of the roast level. And then what am I currently brewing? Going dark is definitely my favorite of ours, hands down. They're all good, but I just love uh, going dark is just Sumatra, Brazil, Costa Rica, just a great combo. And then products on our site, like I said, it's all 100% Arabica, specialty grade coffee. We have a couple single origins, but the difference you'll get with us as well as other companies, but the big difference you'll get with us as opposed to most of the veteran owned coffee competitors is that we truly do roast to order. So each morning, like when you order a coffee from us, a bagged coffee, to be clear, it'll come with a sticker on the back of it with a roasted on date. And that date, our promise is, if you order from our website, that date will never be before the day you ordered. So you usually will have coffee roasted the day you order and then shipped either that day or the next day with three to five day shipping. You'll have coffee usually within five days of placing your order. And it just, you can just tell when you get, we're boxing now to seal it. When you get that box, you can just smell the coffee. Now, K-Cups, obviously, those are produced differently. Those are not quote unquote roasted to order, but it's still in small enough batches to where the shelf 
you probably will not receive a box of K-Cups that we've had for more than a week or two. And that's still really fresh compared to store-bought coffee or our competitors. And let's see what else. It's just different. I That's the number one thing that we hear is it's just different. This The seasoning of the roaster and, and the taste that you get in, a, in our coffee is just different. It's not burnt tasting. It's not super bitter. It's just nice, smooth coffee and you get the full flavor profile because it's roasted a medium is roasted to medium whereas some of our competitors their medium roast is actually an extra dark so it's worth trying i'll say that and then if you try it we would love to add you to our one sip switch club tell me about the club don't just leave it hanging <laughs> we have the subscription club we call it the drop um and that we're, we just restructured it we took our most popular package, which is two bags. We didn't have very many one bag subscriptions or three and four bag subscriptions. So we limited it to two bags. You can get on a one, two, three, four week interval. And there's a discount in the price. And then you also get free shipping um, with that. But the one sip switch club is the club that we have an unofficial record of people reaching out to us on Instagram or email or whatever. Sometimes even at events, so you just, you get that little like wide eye, like as soon as they try our coffee, had another one today, their first K-Cup mug with us. And they're like, yep, I'm ending my subscription to, to another company because this is just so much better. I love that. We lived in, my husband was stationed in Schweinfurt, Germany. for, And we so we lived there for three years and I didn't drink coffee. I lived in Europe for three years and didn't drink it. I started drinking it the year after I came, like we came back to the States and I can't believe, I'm shocked at my former self. Like, how could I do such a thing? Because I'm, I'm getting, my mouth is starting to water listening to you talk about all of these different roasts and things like that. So I know you told us earlier about some of the groups that you particularly network with in regards to helping lower suicide in the military community. Can you go over again who those are and then also let us know if there's any other groups that you particularly would recommend? So our three current co-branded partners that we donate to regularly are, are Irreverent Warriors, 22 Too Many, and Fight the War Within Foundation. We also have some affiliate partners that we've given to in the past and then still try to give to when we can. That's Southeastern Guide Dogs, Three Iron Rations, The Weekly Fight, which is a CrossFit organization, Second Chance Outdoors, Arrow Warrior Group. And then we're going to start giving to Copline. So Copline is the, the first responder equivalent to Stop Soldier Suicide. It's a 24-hour hop line for that crisis intervention for first responders and then case management. And we're going to start giving a dollar a bag of hold the line to them. So we're, we're trying to finalize that. So could you share with our listeners and our community how they can find you and support you? You can find us on social media and all of our handles are at 22 Sierra Coffee Co. So the number 22 Sierra Coffee Co. And sorry for the co at the end of that. Hindsight 2020, we would have not put that, but it is what it is now. And then our website, 22sierracoffee.com. Those are the, the two best places to find us. You can shop from our social media or our website. And then how to support us. If you purchase, that's the optimal support. And then just sharing, tag us in a story, tag us in a post. We'll reshare it, but all of that you know, from a business perspective, that customer validation, you know, piece, we're still up and coming. 
relatively small. We're probably smaller than our, our Instagram presence portrays us to be. So that customer validation piece uh, on, on social media really helps us. And then these things, like this is such a, an honor and, and great opportunity for us. And I actually, I'll email you all after this, but I created uh, BTS10. So if your listeners want to use that code on our site, we can link any of those purchases to your listeners. And that kind of just helps us with how to spend our our time and our marketing and things like that, whether it's through these podcasts, which we love doing, we'll do anyway. But social media, customer validations are big. And then just share with your friends. Even if you don't like coffee, there's been people who don't like coffee that just wanted to help support. You can buy a bag of our coffee and we'll donate it somewhere. Ultimately, if you're wanting to help our mission and don't like coffee, go to one of these websites and and just donate directly. That's how you, and and just put in the note, like 22 Sierra sent you or something like that. We're more about that than we are somebody just buying a bag of our coffee to, to have donated. Like we do plenty of that. It's the cause over the company. That's why in all of our copy cause is capitalized is because we keep that over the company in our priorities. So that would be how you can support us. I love that so much. So listeners, grab yourself a bag of 22 Sierra coffee. And also, Patrick, could you leave our listeners with a word of advice? It's for caregivers, veterans, spouses, family members. That's typically who our listeners are. Do you have a word of advice that you can leave them with today? Just nobody has to go through anything alone. There's a network out there for each person of those communities you just mentioned. Honor to serve to, I forgot to mention earlier, but they help family members of veterans, whereas a lot of organizations just limit to the vet. So if there's a spouse struggling with anything, honor to serve to. If there's a spouse struggling with how to communicate with their veteran or first responder spouse, the 22 Until None app has great resources for the spouse on there. But just listen to each other and know that there's help available. So many times us from the outside perspective, after we lose somebody, it's so easy to say, just reach out. Like if you're struggling, reach out. I guess the advice that I would leave your listeners with is don't wait for somebody to reach out that's struggling because chances are if you're waiting on them to reach out, you've already missed their attempt to reach out. So reach out to them. If you're thinking about them one day, if, you, if your Facebook memories or whatever reminds you of them, reach out to them, ask them how they've been. I'll steal Bet TV's little tagline, but social connections save lives. Like just reach out to your friends, not wait for them to, to reach out to you if they're struggling. Reach out to them, ask them how they are, and then give them something positive. Hey, remember that time we did this or that or whatever? That was one of my greatest memories. We should catch up sometime. Give them something that shows that they're valued and worth worth reaching out to. Depending on what you normally drink, our most popular to try first would be Going Dark or most recently now Dark Humor is catching. It's definitely, it's a good one. It's a nice, it's a nice smooth, medium, dark roast. And, and then it's one of the co-branded ones. So if you're wanting to grab a coffee and make your first one, one that, that also generates more for the cause. Pick one of those co-branded coffees. So Patrick, each week we end our podcast with a scripture, this one. It comes out of Colossians chapter 2, verses 16 through 17. And I'm not sure, listeners, which translation this is. 
But it says, therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. And guys, believe it or not, there's people that believe that we should not drink coffee. Actually, Mormons believe that we don't, that we should not have coffee. And what he's saying here is don't let anyone judge you. It doesn't mean that you have to have the same personal convictions as everybody else. That's actually what that statement means. And the people that Paul and Timothy were writing to here, what they were doing is incorporating some things from their pagan traditions. And Paul is saying here, that's fine, because some people were telling them, you can't bring the old with you. And if you're a coffee drinker, there are some Christian denominations that don't drink coffee, and then there's a whole bunch of us that do. And what he's saying here are, these are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. And I love that he puts that here, because what he's saying is, without Christ, these things don't even matter. And that's what we should focus on. And I love that we talked about coffee, but more importantly, I love that we talked about reducing veteran suicide. And Patrick, you can tell it means a lot to you. And that is something that's found in Christ, the manner that that which you're handling it, because you're very respectful to your brothers and sisters in arms, the way that you even speak about suicide. Like I personally feel convicted to stop saying commit suicide, because that's what I, that's the terminology I use. And so it's just going to be training my brain to say something different. But you're right. It criminalizes a behavior that that person is suffering enough. And now they most likely, if they're successful, have died. And we need to be respectful of them. I was certainly impacted by your discussion today. And I really thank you for being so vulnerable and transparent and strong. Well, I appreciate that. And I can't remember the verse. So I once attended a Bible college, but there's some letters in red that I believe say something along the lines of it's not what enters the mouth that defiles you. It's what comes out. Yes, sir. Yeah. Drink coffee because it's more about who you are and yeah, than it is what you drink. I'm one that believes uh, a lot of real holy, uh, uh, not the H word holy, but holy, holistically, whatever, biblical, because there's a lot of those traditions, like you you mentioned, and personal beliefs rather than following Christ, like you said. So that would be my answer to those who also think that you shouldn't drink coffee because of uh, a religious belief. Jesus said, it's what comes out that matters, not what goes in. You're correct, and we shouldn't be judging people anyway. That's what personal convictions are for. That's why they're not called public convictions. Exactly. All right, listeners, thanks for joining Behind the Service podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, leave us a review. It helps more people like you find this podcast. And remember, subscribe. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.